WhatsApp us on 084-786-3132. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Once again, we welcome the listeners of Sirius FM, Al-Ansar International, and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, to this edition of the Q&A brought to you by the Capital Group with our esteemed Amir and resident Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafizahullah. For our local listeners, if you have a question, the WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. And for our international listeners, the number is plus 2784-786-3132. Our next question, Mufti Saab, uh, during Umrah, is it permissible for ladies to read Salah using tights under their cloaks as long as the cloaks are long enough? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. One is, you are right in the Haram Sharif. Second, you are right there by Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Take all these factors and see what the Quran Sharif states. I quote for you three verses and think what you are doing. Number one, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us in Surah 22, Surah Al-Hajj, verse 25, وَمَنْ يُرِدْ فِيهِ بِإِلْحَادٍ بِظُلْمٍ نُزِقْهُ مِنْ عَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ Whosoever in the Haram, Haram Sharif of Makkah, that's Makkah, Mina, Muzdalifah, M33M, you just make intention, بِإِلْحَادٍ of deviation, بِظُلْمٍ oppression, transgression, we will unleash a painful punishment for that person. Now you ride there and wear tight, tight uh, trousers, tight, tight clothes, and just put kali kali one abaya, you know, just to fool the people, but you dress like that. Are you not even ashamed of yourself? Ride by the Baytullah, Kaaba, Musharrafah, just like Abdullah Awad Juhani. I told him he's not fit to be called a sheikh. He's not fit to be the imam of the haram. So the Friday khutbah, listen to the translation. Second one, that Quran Sharif states, that وَمَيْ يُعَذِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَ الْقُلُوبِ Whosoever you must remember shows respect to the landmarks and symbols of Almighty Allah. That's a sign. you got taqwa, piety, Allah consciousness in your heart. So that is Surah 22, verse 32. You write in Masjid Nabawi, you want to read Salat and Salam to Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Sallam who was, who is, who will always be the most beloved and most precious to Almighty Allah Jalla Wala in the entire universe and you wear tight, tight clothes and everything and you wear that new abaya that you bought there with a label and so forth just to impress people. But what are you doing? You're showing disrespect you're dishonoring the master. Allah forbid, Allah forbid. Chapter 49, verse number 2. La tarfa'u aswatakum fawqa sawtin nabi. How dare you raise your voice right in the presence of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa Don't do that. Wala tajharu lahu bilqawl kajahari ba'adikum li ba'adin. And don't raise your voices how you call one another. Don't call him the master alayhi salam like that. Honor the titles, respect, love must become the, the, the unique feature, characteristic of the believer. 
if you're going to show disrespect and tahbatu a'malukum, all your actions will disappear and go in vain. Wa antum la And remember that you won't even perceive it, you won't even comprehend it. Chapter 49, verse 2. Any masjid you go to, any masjid you go to, in any part of the world, all Almighty Allah, Jalla Allah, teaches us, Ya Bani Adama Khuzu, Zinatakum in the Kulli Masjid. When you go to the masjid to read Salat, man or woman or whatever, like you women go there, Makkah, Medina, and so forth, you read Salat and all that, there's a different issue. Better is, obviously, you read in your hotel, there's much more reward and so forth, according to all four schools. But nevertheless, if you read behind the imams, then your salat will be valid. So Quran Sharif states, chapter 7, verse 31. Ya Bani Adama Khuzu zinatakum in the kulli masjid. Take your beauty. Take clothes of respect when you go to the masjid. Chapter 7, Surah A'raf, verse 31. I'm asking you, sister, you're right in the most sacred places in the world. You are either at Masjidul Haram, Baytullah, Kaaba, Musharrafah. You are right there. You must remember Masjidul Nabawi in the court of the Master Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You are right at Masjidul Aqsa where every Nabi and Prophet do assemble there and we wear all the tight, tight clothes like that. What you think? Does it behove a Muslim? Such women are cursed by all Allah, cursed by Nabi Salam, and fooling yourself. You remember that it's haram to do these type of things. If a person passed away while participating in a motorcycle race, is he shaheed? Not shaheed. There's law in Islam. Make dua for Al-Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah. He was a genius. He was born in Gaza in the year 150, and he passed away 204 in Cairo. He left Baghdad and Iraq in the year 199. The people were crying, Oh, Muhammad bin Idris, Al-Imam, Al-Shafi'i, you leaving us? Then you're going to Egypt, what about us? He said, go there. My celebrated student is there. Ma khallaftu afqah wala atqah wala a'alam min Ahmad bin Hanbal bi Shaybani rahimahullah. He is my great celebrated student. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal who Allah chose to become Imam of Ahli Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Imam Shafi rahimahullah is gone and here Imam Ahmad stood as a pillar of strength and when the Mu'tazilites, the rationalists came into power, they told him, make ruju, retract your fatwa. He told them, I'll never retract. You can do whatever you want to. Then in full view of the public, they lashed him the first time. They whooped him and he said, Al-Bismillah. Second time, Alhamdulillah. Third time, Lay yusibana illa ma kataballahu lana. And he looked up to the skies and the heavens when he realized his izar, his trousers is about to fall. And he said, Ya Allah, Mary Lajrak. Ya Allah, Mary Izzatrak. I'm enduring this punishment for your love, your pleasure. Karamatan lihadhal imam al-jaleel. Out of honor for this imam, Allah gave him that virtue. He was born in Baghdad. He passed away in Baghdad in 241. I was at this grave, Mubarak, also. And remember, he was given the title of Imam Ahli Sunnah wal Jama'ah. What a celebrated student. So you must remember when he passes away, Imam, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, 800,000 people approximately enter before he come to participate in the janazah. 20,000 people, non-Muslim Jews, Christians, 
and others embrace Islam approximately. So remember Imam Shafi'i said, You cannot obtain the bounties and favors of Allah through haram activities and so forth. Today people want to run for World Cup soccer. In South Africa it happened. You have crooked Molvis, crooked sheikhs and crooked imams. Then what do you expect? They worse than Dajjal, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said. Authentic hadith, you must remember, in Musnad Ahmad. So what happens 2010, is World Cup, is Jummah, first match is taking place. No, we won't read Salat in the Masjid. So isn't that haram already? So now we'll go for World Cup. So they read outside. And then one crooked chap told them, you can't call them ulama, please. So I call them chaps. Therefore, I never take their, their name, Molana. I just put like that, without any titles. So you must remember, these chaps here, crooked chaps, CC you can call them, crooked chaps. So remember, these crooked chaps told them, no, 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 we can't miss the final, we can't miss the opening, the inauguration, and what the match is going to be. And uh, So we just make jama. So your asal salat for everyone is haram. Hanafis don't allow jama. Shafis, Malikis, Hanbalis don't allow, allow jama and qasr and all that for haram purposes and haram things. So everyone has to make qaza and make tawbah for reading Jummah salat outside and not in a masjid. Imam Malik says your Jummah salat is not valid when you don't read in a masjid. That is Imam Malik's fatwa. So you must understand what is tafakkuf din. Don't come with your fairy tales here yeah, and just, you know, herd mentality because you took a rooster and booster up your, you know what. So you must remember these things here. Yeah. Now you're motorcycling. Come, I'm to dice you. I'm to race you. And then he crashed and he died. He shaheed. What shaheed? He go to hell. So you must remember that Quran Karim states, Wala Don't go and throw yourself into halakat and destruction. There's no shahadat there. Any Molvi or anybody tell you is martyrdom, you must remember he's fooling you. He wants to curry favor with you. Any haram people do and then they lose their life. Remember, it can never be considered a shahadat. So shahadat is when in the good cause you're in the battlefield or you're saving your life. Today one chap told me I mustn't call him chef, he's a brother. So he's showing so much remorse. He said, these guys came to my shop and they wanted to rob me and I honored them properly. But I'm feeling that maybe I went overboard, you know. I said, brother, you didn't go overboard. You did the right thing. The Hadith in Tirmidhi teaches us this. When If you get killed because you're protecting your wealth or your family and you passed away, you shaheed. Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, this you call our Hanafi kitabs don't discuss this masla too much in detail. Shafi kitabs they discuss it. Mas'ala to Swail. Swail with a sword. So sword Alif Hamza Lam. So you must remember that. So Tirmidhi Sharif's Hariwayat in Hadith, Sahih Hadith. Ya Rasulullah, if I killed him, then what happens to him? So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Huwa fin nar, he goes straight to Jahannam. So you shouldn't have uh, regret what you did. It's good.
good you gave him a good thrashing you must remember that in self-defense self-protection and so forth and so on so all this you think that people dicing with their cars and people dicing with their bikes and so forth and all that and playing there they got their girlfriend there and want to impress them and so forth so maybe boyfriend also we don't know nowadays because guys just park anywhere nowadays you know they park in the parking and they park in the parking zone also and they park there somewhere else also they don't know where's the entry and exit nowadays you know Muslims also some of them so therefore forget all the shahadat business everybody must make dua Allah forgive such people if a person commits suicide, what happens to him or her in the grave? Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam's ahadith, all these ahadith are sahiha, authentic hadith. It's not a sahira, it's not a minor son, it's not kabira, a major son, it's akbarul kabair, the most heinous, heinous of crimes. One, go open Mishkat Muslim Ahmad, you will find it. Number two, Habibuna sallallahu hadith, the manner, method that person adopted so that he goes and commits suicide. Deliberately he went and he cut his wrist, he took a gun and shot himself, took a knife and stabbed himself. Allah forbid, Allah forbid. That's the word in the hadith. Open Mishkat. So remember he will dwell in Jahannam forever and ever and ever. What does it mean if at that time there he said it's permissible for me to do this, then remember he lost his iman, Islam, Allah forbid, and then he will dwell and stay in Jahannam forever. Allah forbid everlasting doom and gloom. He said, Ya Allah, I know I'm doing wrong. But yet it is my own weakness and I'm doing this. So he still had Iman, but he committed a major, major sin and transgression. So he will spend a very, very long time and period in Jahannam. But one day, the Barakah, the Shafa'ah intercession of Mustafa Rasulullah will come. Shafa'ati li ahalil kabair min ummati. Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif and is authentic. My intercession will be for those people in my ummah who perpetrated, committed major, major sins and then they will come out and when they enter Jannah it will be written on their foreheads Al-Jahannamiyoon they came to paradise but the alternate route they went first to Jahannam for a little while it will be written Jahannami on his forehead go open the hadith you will find it there and then it will be erased and everlasting bliss so why must we make dua like that no we want straight direct entry into Jannah those read now with me Allahumma inna nas'aluka jannat al-firdaus al-a'la Allahumma inna nas'aluka oh beloved Allah we beg of thee jannat al-firdaus al-a'la we want the highest highest the supreme part and portion of jannat al-firdaus O almighty Allah Allahumma yammin kitabi We make all of you memons now Allahumma yammin kitabi Making you memon Don't mean you're going to speak memon like me It means that you are going to receive your books Of deeds, your report, your boarding pass In your right hand Allah make it that we receive
leave it straight. We know you got boarding pass. You know you're going in the plane. We got boarding pass. We got the book of deeds. Report right in straight Jannah. Then. So what you going to read? Allahumma, oh beloved Allah, yamin kitabi. Let me receive my book of deeds directly in my right hand. And once you got that, fasofa yuhasabu hisabay yasira. Then you just show your face and Jannah al-Firdausil a'la. So that is what we should beg, petition Allah. Chapter 12, Surah 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 101. Tawaffani muslima wa alhiqni bisalihin. Surah 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 101. Tawaffani muslima wa alhiqni bisalihin. Oh, beloved Allah, let me die with Iman and Islam and let me pass away like that and unite me with the devout and pious servants, oh, beloved Allah. Would it be permissible for a stationary business to continue supplying schools and selling textbooks now that the content includes LGBTQ material? All haram that. All Allah has mentioned a golden maxim and principle and law in the Quran Sharif. Chapter 5, verse number 2. You must cooperate and assist with one another in piety and righteousness. And oh, Allah is teaching us and commanding us to not cooperate, to not assist in sin and transgression. You must remember that. You know, people break time. I just looked at the, my phone, the first break at 2.30, 2.35. So one guy, one guy sent me Ramaposa, you understood? So Ramaposa is carrying all the buckets, you see? Bus- bucket of Eskom, bucket of, you must remember, Danel, and a bucket of SAA, and everything that went bankrupt, you understood? Nothing functioning, and the water, and, and they got the cow there, you see? And that cow now is saying, I'm finished, you'll milk me, finish, finish. I'm finished now. He says, no, we still want more and more and more. So that is human nature. You see, Quran teaches us, I just opened it and the first one came there. So, so what can we do? We have to laugh sometimes, you know, that that is, but we still love South Africa. And do not cooperate in sin and transgression. Now imagine, you are selling these books to make money. But what are we promoting? The gay brigade, the lesbians, and the transgender. We are here. We are here. We are queer. We are queer. Tomorrow your son daughters start walking zigzag. You see, what happened? You see, but Abba, you selling these books here. Yeah? You see what can happen. And don't tell me it's not happening in our Muslim society today. I get 101 questions here with Allah's help daily. And I tell them, speak to me whatever you want, you understand? It is no censorship business. And you see what what things they'll tell you. You must remember that. Absolutely haram. My fatwa, you can quote it for you to send your children to such schools is haram. That where they're teaching LGBT and where it's part of the curriculum and syllabi. Is a brothel you're running or a school? Is a university you're running or is a brothel? Is a college or is a brothel? 50,000, 100,000, 150,000 girls pregnant in the school. So what are you running there? You're giving them biology lessons, you're giving them practical lessons, practical vaccines. So this time, 
Shaitaniyat all this. When we become be-iman, be-ghayrat, be-haya, with no shame, no immorality, with no morality and become immoral, then remember that matrix certificate and that B-A-C-A-D-A-Z-A, whatever hell it is, you must remember that will mean more to us than our iman. So therefore, I told you a hundred times, when a boy, girl go to university nowadays, 80% Muslim you'll see, and non-Muslim is there. Muslim, you will lose your haya, shame, modesty, or either you will lose your virginity, or either you lose your iman. We're not against education. I went to university, I went through all the system. We went to madrasa, we went to Darul, we went to Jamia, we went to university. But... You don't lose your identity. You must study via correspondence and all these things. It's fine. We got no problem. But when you go out and you tell me what that Molana told that father fifty years ago plus minus Mulwisab Dwakarwanu Mari Decree Mari Poiri Jai London Dublin Jai Doctor Banwani Chair You see they told like this Say my beloved daughter is going fifty years ago was a big thing, you know, going to become doctor in London, Dublin and where and where. So Mulwisab was a sharpshooter. He said, you're sending the Poiri decree out in the rain and telling Molvisab must make dua, she mustn't get wet. It won't happen. She will get wet. So they go Dublin, they come back double. So the next one is not Muslim, you see. How many examples we know like that? So that is what has happened. Jo Dublin Jata there was one senior alim in Durban. I met him once or twice. I was in the Janaza also in Grey Street Masjid, Jumma Masjid. Hazrat Mohana Abdul Qadir Sab, who met Hazrat Mohana Elias, he and our Mohan Qasim Sema, they met Hazrat Mohana Elias Nawarallah he used to joke, you understood. So he used to say, Ha, Baslok, Dublin, Jata, hai, Jata, hai, ha, double hawker, Wapas, Ate. Some people go to Dublin and they come back double also. So, so see, that is what happens. So in those days already, he was also old when he passed away. So Allah grant him his name, Hazrat Mohan Abdul Qadir Sahib. He was in Chatsworth and various parts of the world. So you must remember, very great alim he was. But people don't make qadr. You know, his Arabic was very good. Like Mohsema, excellent Arabic. So you must remember that Allah grant all our senior ulama who left this world, Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la. Could Mufti Saab please elaborate on the current situation in Palestine? Palestine, let us take you to Israel first. The United Nations Security Council was a disaster for Israel. Hey, you Jutlas, you Haramis, you listening to me? Record me and send it there to Israel, to your grandfather and your grandmother, all right? So there, start number one. So now you had the idiot Gilad. Gilad is the ambassador of Israel to United Nations. So when the president of you must, of Iran was speaking, Raisi, you know my fatwa regarding Shias, and they're not Muslims, but that's not the issue here. So he was speaking, the shaitan, this ambassador thought he's pull a smart one, he takes that lady who was killed and all that, he's showing everybody, and he calls him butcher of Tehran. Are you not the butcher of Palestine? 
Are you not the butcher of the Palestinians in Jerusalem and in Gaza and in the West Bank and so forth? 75 years you're not a butcher, you harami. What are you speaking about the butcher of Iran and so forth? So now the security personnel came and they booted him out in full view. But you see the Western media, they run by the Zionists. I go through 2030 media, you must remember that. Quick, quick, I want to see who carried the story. Maybe two, three of them carried it. You must remember that also on the margin. But we sent it out to millions and thousands of people. We had a press TV sent it out. They sent it out. This one sent it out and all these type of things. These kind of things, you Muslims, you must wake up. When is opportunity to nail these Jutlas, Harami, Zionists, then you must send it out. How he's taken out. And full view of the world, disgrace humiliated. Why? You got one rand coin in your pocket, two rand, five rand. Look at it. You see, it's stamped on it something. So in the old South Africa, they had Blomer, they had flowers. Now they got Mandela or whoever they got. You're saying King Shaka or King Butalezi or whoever they got. So you must remember, Allah says he has stamped upon the Jutlas, upon the Jews, the Zilla and disgrace. Wherever they go, one. Then this Harami comes. Listen to this one, which the Muslim Ummah doesn't even know about. And this Arab Tanfot dictators, MBS of Saudi, MBZ of United Arab Emirates, kings of Jordan and Bahrain and Morocco and the Pharaoh CC of Egypt all standing in a line to shake his hand. Bibi Netanyahu, you know what he said? He made three statements. He said that we are preparing for a nuclear attack. He used the word nuclear in his address at the United Nations Security Council. When he realized that now there will be international criticism for him, then afterwards he said, no, I made a mistake. We are preparing for a military attack on Iran. Imagine, just turn it the other way. Imagine if Iran had to say so, or Pakistan had to say so, that we are preparing a nuclear attack against India if Pakistan had to say, or Iran had to say we are preparing a nuclear attack against Israel or somebody. The whole world should be exploding and so forth. But these are the Haramis, Al-Khabithatul Al-Khabithin. The Khabis, the impure, immoral, the worst of the worst. The only nation who Almighty Allah, Jalla Allah, transformed into swines and pigs and monkeys, Quran says. Chapter 5, verse number 60. No nation Allah did that. وَجَعَلَ مِنْهُمُ الْقِرَدَةَ وَالْخَنَازِيرِ And Almighty Allah says, even today they are like donkeys. Surah 62 verse 5 So the ambassador got humiliated Bibi got humiliated And these Arabs and these Muslim countries See what he did He went on the international arena And stage in United Nations He took out a map He likes to take out maps you know Last time he said Iran is going He took a small cricket like you know He said that they're going so high 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 But next year they'll have an atom bomb And this bomb and all this kind of thing I think when he sleeps also he sees Iran in the dream you know Nevertheless he brought another map And in that map The whole of Israel Belongs to the Yehudi and the Jews There's not one inch left for Palestine So where's the Mahmoud Abbas Where's the Arab League Where's all the kings and rulers Where all these murtads are and traitors are Isn't Majirul Aqsa there Aren't the Anbiya buried there And all are Muslims Isn't Majid Ibrahim Khalili there Which the Jutlas Harami stole already 
I was there in 89 is our masjid. I was there in 92 is our masjid. 1994, 16 Ramadan, Saturday morning, Fajr time, there's Ben Gwey, the biggest donkey in Israel currently, and terrorist. His brother, brother meaning Jewish brother, Zionist brother, Paru Goldstein came there, Fajr time, murdered our brothers in the masjid while they were performing Salah. 29 became Shuhada, death toll eventually became 70 approximately. So what they did, the Muslims dispatched him to hell. Well, lie, he's in hell, I can tell you that much. And you must remember the Jutla stole our masjid. They took away our masjid. Half of it, five-eighths of it belongs to them. And go see Hebron today, there's hardly any Palestinians left. Because these Haramis, they, they don't give them enough water, they have water apartheid, and every form of apartheid, there's a few things of two, 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 three statements of him I agree. No, the other rest is nonsense, I don't agree with him. So you must remember Tutu said regarding our government now, democratic government, he said the apartheid government was, you must remember, on the gravy train, and this democratic government is on the gravy plane, you must remember. The 100% is the truth. And second statement, he said, I know what is apartheid. We fought in the struggle. We were the people locked up, arrested. And what I saw in Israel is much, much worse compared to the apartheid in South Africa. It was a picnic compared to... But yet our Palestinians are taking them on. They realize the Muslim countries are good for nothing. The Arabs are the biggest Ghaddar and Murtads and traitors, majority of them. So he said, we, this is the new map of the Middle East. You see? So Saudi Arabia is very happy because Israel is happy with them. America is happy with them. And all these other countries whose name I took. And where's the Palestinians? Palestinians say, listen to me, you Jutlas, Haramis. This is a message from the true Palestinians, the Mujahideen. Our children, our sons, our daughters are saying, and Khaybar, Khaybar, Ya Yahud, Inna Jaysha Muhammad, Sofa Yahud. Remember Khaybar, remember Khaybar, 70 of the Hijra and 13 Muharram and what we did to you and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala and who is known as Fatih Khaybar he played the most prominent role among the Sahaba in that battle and remember they defeated the Jutlas they sped straight to 90 plus of them to Jahannam and the hellfire so we have that iman victory is ours how we know because Allah said so chapter 17 verse 7 فَإِذَا جَاءَ وَعَدُ الْآخِرَةِ لِيَسُوءُهُ جُوَكُمْ وَلِيَدْخُلُوا الْمَجِّدَ كَمَا دَخَلُوهُ أَوَّلَ مَرَّةِ وَلِيُتَبِّرُوا مَا عَلَوْ تَدْبِيرًا The Muslims will crush you. The Muslims will enter Majid Al-Aqsa and everything will happen in time to come. And the Palestinian men, women, the true Muslims, they said, Biddam, Biruh, Nafdika, Ya Aqsa. Aqsa, we let Majid Khalilul Rahman fall. We will never let you fall. We will let our blood flow, but we will never. And we will never rely on the Arabs and the Muslim countries. That is the reality. What you doing, Muslim Ummah? Watching Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, and you think you will get victory? You can't even speak one word? Where's our ulama organizations? They can't speak one word against Modi, who was the worst criminal, according to Google, in the world. 
So what are you talking about? So people can't read five times Salat in a masjid and want to speak of jihad? So think properly where we are. It must not happen tomorrow. We stand up with these mujrimin and with the shaitan, the tyrants and murtads because of our silence. Remember that we have to speak and speak the truth. Allah give us tawfiq. Inshallah, we will now go for a break and continue with our third segment after the break. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132.